0: Fuck Tom Cruise!
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition, the show where we love to dig into classic pop culture. I'm Bill Siebold here, as always, with Mister Casey Shearer. How are you, Bill? Good. How are you, my friend?
0: Very good, sir.
1: Every day, another shirt. What is Mike Bone?
0: Mike Bone. So I think uh, you and I talked off uh, off air about we the don't new
1: Let's let's be real. <laughs>
0: We're friends. We've talked off air. I try to talk to you on the phone at least a few times a week. That and I know you hate it. Hate phones. That's why I do it. Uh, Mike Bone is a band. It's uh, two guys: Little Mike, Little Mike, and Funny Bone. Uh, Mike Bone. They are on the new show, Reservation Dogs. That's on Hulu. That has been much. Uh, the new show on Hulu that has you're been digging for a man? big
1: word, you're going for it. Look <laughs> at you!
0: <laughs> it's been much belly-hooed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you, you were trying to get me into it. I saw the trailer for it. I got to admit, looks good. I like most things uh, Taika Waititi does, but I'm not sure about this one. I'm, I gave it a shot. And I was like, it's good, but it's got to be really good to hold my interest. But you like I, it, huh?
0: I love it, man. I think it's a great show. The only thing I don't understand is it's on Hulu, which is you know, if you haven't if you don't know what Hulu is, it's a streaming service which makes their own it's their own thing, right? Hulu is its own thing. So I don't understand why, but reservation dogs comes out every Sunday at midnight. Like that's when they that's when they drop the new episode.
1: That's how it used to be with CDs. Remember it's like the new Van Halen C D comes out tonight at midnight. Yeah.
0: It's like I gotta go to school.
1: So I don't know, maybe that's, yeah, they just want to get it out there for the next day.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it's an awesome show. If anyone uh, wants to check it out, it is on Hulu. And you can check out Mike Bone. Uh, they are on. Uh, they were on that show that Howard Stern's on, the uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're uh, indigenous rappers. They're Native American rappers.
1: Were they on that show for, like, before they were on this show? Were they on America's Got Talent and yeah, did they yeah. do well, or...?
0: They made it past the first round. I didn't watch anything after that. I watched their, their, it's on YouTube where you can watch them. They have a song called the rain dance.
1: It's always funny to me when people who don't win those shows go off and still have like better careers than the people that do win the shows.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> ever hear about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I can't think of anyone now, but I know it's like,
0: well, look at the guy that I can't remember him exactly, but he was on the the first, like what was the bit the first, like big talent? competition show
1: American Idol that was the American
0: Idol yeah remember he was like that little Chinese guy he did that like stupid terrible dance that's right you remember yeah, him? What was that he went on to have a career like after that it was just that song that's all he did like made songs like that
1: there was a guy named Daughtry I don't think he won but he had a pretty decent career for a minute yeah. oh gosh there, there are some there's puff, not puff his name is like piff the dragon or Piss the dragon! I don't know. He's like a. He's like a. a, His his shtick is he's a he's a magician, but he's also like a broken down magician. Like he's just miserable and didn't make any money. He's dressed like a dragon.
0: You mean all magicians? So he's just a magician.
1: Yeah, he was great on the show. He didn't win, but when I was in Vegas, it was like, oh, what is that fucker's name? Yeah, it was Piff the Dragon or something like that. And he was every he was playing everywhere. I'm like, well, that's a successful career if you're playing in Vegas fuck who cares if you win the show you get a you know a residency in vegas whether you win or lose
0: kind of ties into our show today you you have to get your start somewhere right that's true that's true before we start i gotta i gotta address the elephant in the room talk to me all right
1: we had an interview last week yes yes with the actor who played non yes okay non from superman 2 jack o'halloran we haven't talked since that interview and, and it, what's funny is it's usually like we take turns editing. We Every time we have an editing process, we change it and, and fuck it up because you hate the way I edit and I hate the way you edit. So it's like, who's going to edit this one? This one's going to be a bitch to edit because he went on a tear. And we didn't talk about the tear he went on. So I didn't know that he was a big conspiracy theory guy. But <laughs> we get off the phone and you say to me, Oh yeah, he was on my other show about conspiracy theories and I had no clue you had met him before. I had no clue and I had no clue he was a conspiracy theory guy.
0: Yeah, Jack claims that his father, and you'll hear it, make sure you go back and listen to it because we do talk a lot about his career and about Superman and stuff like that. But if you're into conspiracies, Jack is the guy to talk to. He's been on a ton of podcasts. Do you know anything about mob, the mob and the old old school mob?
1: I was trying to follow along. Yeah, I never got into the mob movies, so I'm not that, like, clear on who's who.
0: So I have Jack's book somewhere. I'm not sure where it is at the moment because of the move. We have a lot of stuff in storage yet. But Jack's father was Albert Anastasia. Oh, and it's lost on me, unfortunately. But who's that? He was a major, major crime boss back in the, like, the, the time of the mafia and the mob and all that stuff. No, oh. So that's why he didn't want to talk. Like he talked about not wanting to go on Johnny Carson and all that. Yeah. That was why, because Johnny would have brought all that stuff up and Jack just didn't want to talk about it. And it kind of, he talked about how it kind of, you know, he wishes now looking back on it, that he would have done the public publicity and things. No, he's talking about it now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, now everybody, every. Now he's got no chance of being hunted down and murdered. Everyone else is, everyone that he's talking about is all dead. So I was, man, I was
1: sitting there staring at him. And I'm like, what? How do you know this stuff? And then you're like, do you know where Jimmy Hoff is buried? And he goes, yep. Then I'm like, what? I just thought you were non from Superman. I thought you were the middle bad guy who didn't talk and did like some cameos
0: and other things. He has so much going on. Yeah, Jack was, uh, we didn't even get into that part of. Jack was an enforcer for the mob back in like the fifties, six, yeah, fifties and sixties in Philadelphia in our area. In our area, that's why he knew. Right, he didn't just box in Reading. He knew Reading from being. Oh, even, he knew it. Being yeah, an enforcer.
1: And because we haven't edited it yet, I don't know how much stays in. But he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know everything about." It. I was like. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're from this area. So the things that he was saying, I'm like, every single one of them sounds like it could be true. What do I know? Yeah. I wasn't there?
0: Yeah. The other show, the, the other show that we can talk about that I used to do uh, on the road with Jim and Casey, we talked to Jack on there. And uh, my co host on the show, Jim Morganti, told Jack his name. And Jack was like, what did you say your last name was? And he's like, Morg- Morganti. And Jack's like, you're you're a Morganti? Yeah, I know your family. He goes, They're all from around that area, right? Yep. Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, we got to get that interview edited and put up.
0: By the time you're hearing this, it'll be out. So make sure you go out and go out and listen to it. Go out and find us on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Find us. You'll find the interview.
1: Have we, honestly, because I don't know, have we decided who takes first pass?
0: I, th- I honestly <laughs> thought it was done already.
1: Oh, man, I didn't have a chance to start it. <laughs> you know, these shows that we do, they're, damn, they're fun, but they are a lot of work. They are a lot of work. Because I, I just refuse to do a podcast where it's like, I just said shit, and I don't care if it sounds bad, and I'm just going to throw it out. Like, I see a lot of people podcasting like that, and they usually have about four or five or six podcasts, and that's it. They burn out and can't understand why nobody's listening. But to do it right, Ian, I know you agree because you're doing the work, too. There's a lot of work to these damn things.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of work to these, but we love doing them for you guys. But if you would like to support our show, there's multiple ways that you can do that. You go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod, or now if you're watching on YouTube, there should be a little button down here somewhere along the bottom that says join and uh, you can join us on YouTube. We'll do like special shows. I think there's a tier on here. Uh, if you join, we'll do like a live stream once a month on Twitch with like our guests or with our, you know, our fans just uh, see what they're up to, what they want to talk about, what they want to hear. So uh, yeah, if you're interested in that, join, yeah, join us.
1: We made us. a couple bucks so far. What'd you buy? Stick gum. <laughs> yeah paid for the web hosting paid for the, the the podcast hosting but no i mean it's all every little bit helps us a shit ton so thank you
0: yeah absolutely
1: i gotta be real careful because last time i noticed i have a gray hair i have one gray hair coming right out from under my nose and it, it's in my mustache and i was looking it, i was like oh my god I look like i have a booger <laughs> and i'm like i don't need that on my on the youtube
0: See, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna worry. I thought you were worried about one gray hair showing up in your mustache. I'm like, I'm not sure if you haven't seen below your mustache, Bill, but you, it's gray. I only look above the mustache.
1: <laughs> above the mustache, I'm all business. Below the mustache, that's the old Bill. I'm all. I'm all head now.
0: The old. The old Bill is off camera. Yeah.
1: the old bill is the underneath hey I have a game for us before we get into our main topic so our main topic today wait is this one of the surprises this is this is a surprise yeah i got a surprise segment
0: i hate surprises just to let you know
1: that's why we're doing it all right so what i did is i went out and i i sampled some uh movies well i didn't sample shit i didn't do a goddamn thing i went out and downloaded wave files of of popular movies and i was just sticking around one day and i was like. I wonder if Casey knows some of these references. So I was thinking about things that I, I knew and, and I'm going to play some of them and I want to see if you know what they are, or what they're from. So bonus points. Some of these are really tough bonus points just for guessing the actor, but shit, man, take a guess at the movie and the actor.
0: All right. I'm terrible right. at this shit. Just to let you know, unless it's like dumb and dumber, I probably won't know. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Number one. (laughs) Nice. All right. How about this?
1: It's got a death curse.
0: Give it to me one more time.
1: It's got a death curse.
0: Sounds like something from the 60s, but I don't know. Oh, you're going to really be disappointed.
1: It's got a death curse.
0: It's got a death curse. Don't know. A certain camp. Friday the 13th? Yeah. <laughs> the first it. one?
1: Yeah, it's the old man. The old man.
0: How about uh. Just tap it in. Just tap
1: it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap-a-roo.
0: Happy Gilmore. I know that one. What do you think of Adam Sandler movies? I think Adam Sandler movies at that time... I don't think there was really anything much better at that time. At that time, going back and watching them, I'm like, how fucking dumb was I? Like, I wasn't even stoned at that time. Like, this is the shit that I was laughing at? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's crazy. His career still goes on. It still rolls on. And every once in a while, he's got one that's not terrible. Whether he's in it or just producing it. Like, I see some of the things that come out on Netflix. It's like, they're not bad. But a lot of it... Holy shit! Talk about a train wreck. Like he had three or four great movies, and then all of a sudden it was like I know exactly what had happened when Little Nicky came out. I went and saw Little Nicky. I said, "Oh, this one's a turkey. This is oh over man. for him." And I don't think he ever made another good movie after Little Nicky. Comedy wise, I think he made a couple dramas that did well.
0: Right? Yeah, I like some of his dramas that he did, especially the last one that he did. Well, Uncut Gems. I, yeah. Uncut Gems was great. I didn't see that movie. Great movie. Uh, what was the other one where he was like a, he was a comedian. It was called comedians. Judd Apatow. No, Seth I never he even was, heard of that one. Yeah. It was a little, it was a serious one. I'm talking about one. Didn't he have like a, he, it was a, uh, telemarketing thing, something with telemarketing. No, I don't remember that one. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of his serious stuff. Like that movie, comedians
1: had some humor in it, but it was still like not funny. It was it was too serious. I'll have to check out Uncut Gems. I just it's I, same with Jim Carrey. Seeing him do like a serious role, it's just fucking strange. Yeah, and he can do it. I've seen Man on the
0: Moon. That's a great movie. Yeah, but that that's different though. He was actually playing a comedian than that. Yeah, and he's one of those guys where I heard he he was in that character of Andy Kaufman. 24 seven the entire time he was filming that
1: the director uh milos foreman milos something might not be totally right i saw an interview with him he's like oh, i fucking couldn't stand it he's got an accent i could i remember what it was but like, i couldn't stand it He's you know, always doing the fucking voice and talking he was like i'm trying to reach jim <laughs> oh it's just Andy. like no god damn it we have documents to sign where's jim
0: yeah yeah, I watched something where I think Andy Kaufman's daughter came to see Jim Carrey on the set because he was like that, like deep into the role. Like she wanted to talk to her dad. Something, something really weird like that. Hmm. It was like a documentary about the behind the scenes of that. And I, I remember like him and Danny DeVito going at it. Like Danny, Danny DeVito was like, "What the fuck? What is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well,
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm a fan of his, but he's another one that got pretty old for me. It's like, okay, we're gonna keep on doing the same jokes. Same
0: yeah. jokes. Yeah. I'm not a fan too of when like comedians and and actors and all that stuff start getting like real political and like I, I don't know. Why do I care about your opinion about the what's going on in the world? You know what I mean? Go make me fucking laugh.
1: Yeah, I try to avoid all that right I'm, I'm all your fan for the movies you make i'm not your friend right i don't really want to know your personal life but some people do
0: yeah yeah i mean it to me it turns me off from some of their stuff you know what i mean yeah sure like i i i have nothing against tom cruise and his scientology but i mean what not i don't really fucking want to hear about that shit either you know what i mean
1: yeah. Every time he's on a, a movie, the very first thing I think of is he's a feet and nine. <laughs> I don't know what his day is like or whatever level he is. And then, but then I can usually go, all right, I'll forget all that. And now he's Tom Cruise.
0: No, not me. Fuck him. Actually, I do have it. That's why I won't watch Tom Cruise movies.
1: Because you just don't, you <laughs> can't get past the Scientology thing. No,
0: <laughs> I actually never really liked him, even be- way before he was a Scientologist. Oh, really?
1: No, I think it's all right.
0: Fuck him. I think I said this before. I think I said this on Peter's episode. Fuck Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, how the hell did Tom Cruise come up again? Yeah, you get, you, there's like a visceral reaction. You don't you get like really, I don't like him, Bill. Yeah, you get really angry. Tom, watch your step, dude. All right, let's see what else we got on this list. Ready?
0: You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. What's the problem? Caddyshack
1: yeah yeah terrible recording great line
0: i fucking picked that shit up right off the bat terrible recording or not oh, such a funny movie great movie chevy chase bill you might not know this in our 38 recordings chevy chase probably my favorite actor of all time really went to the meet and greet when he did the the gimmick in reading for va- uh christmas vacation
1: what was the gimmick in reading?
0: He did like a meet and greet and a and a Q and A for Christmas vacation. All right, dude. Barbara got us the meet and greet thing. You and I went to a meet and greet with Bruce Campbell at sure. the. It was a it was social distance, you know. You've been to other meet and greets though. Usually, like, yeah, they're a little chatty. Sometimes you get to go in, sh- you know, shake their hand, blah blah blah. If you would have told me that this was a wax statue of Chevy Chase, I would have believed you. He was sitting in a chair with a hat on. Just, you walked up next to him. Barbara was on this side. I was on this side. For the people that are not watching you because they're in their
1: cars on a podcast, you got to, you got to tell them (laughs) out. So he just stood there stone-faced. He just like miserable looking like he didn't want to be there.
0: Right. He didn't want to move. And then so Barbara's daughter and her boyfriend were behind us in line. And or they might have been in front of us, and Anne said, Anne is Barbara's daughter, has it been a long day? Like and he actually turned his head. That's the only reason I knew he wasn't a wax statue, and he said, No, just like any other day. And went back to facing forward and people just continue to walk in, stand next to him and get their picture taken with him.
1: I heard he's a curmudgeon. I heard he's not a very nice guy.
0: My favorite actor. Yeah. I used to actually own most of his movies on D V D and VHS, but during the multiple moves that I've had in the last fifteen to twenty years they've gotten left behind and mm-hmm. Probably worth
1: a whole eight bucks.
0: <laughs> actually, VH we you and I talked about this uh in our off time. VHS is making a comeback.
1: Yeah, just like albums were making a comeback. Defied comeback. A hundred people are in the collecting of, well, that's not exactly a comeback, but
0: 35, <laughs> because, uh, you and I talked about this, you know, all fair, but the reason behind it is because a lot of the movies that were just made on VHS never made it past that stage of their life, their lifespan. They're only on, they only live on a VHS. So.
1: I've had the thought of taking, you've seen my basement. If it would stop getting washed out by every damn flood that's coming around, you know, reading God, I've spent like $20,000 on getting this basement dry, but that's another story. Once I get this thing the way I want it, I'm actually thinking about like, I got that Jason stuff up, right. I've got a whole bunch of other geeky things. I'm thinking about getting like a VHS tape wall, just kind of like have it be like a little bit of a memory from my days of hanging out in video stores. Cause I, have such good memories about hanging out in video stores as lame as that is like that's what me and my friends did many summers
0: just go look you just went and looked at the videos
1: just looked at the boxes made friends with the people that were working there so we always felt like we were one of the cool people that knew shit about movies like it was just it was a hangout we should have gotten paid i basically helped people
0: (laughs) i swear to god did you not play sports or anything as a child
1: yeah i was a soccer player OK, I was real good, too. But man, kids in the 80s, you nobody watched you. The only time I saw my parents were when they took me to soccer practice. Otherwise, I was living in a bowling alley, living in a comic book store, you know, living in a friend's house, living in this garage. Like I was always, you know, out and unsupervised.
0: There were so many wonders in the world. I had to go explore it all. Yeah. I mean, I was only you know, I was born in 1980, so I was only like, you know, I was little in the eighties, but same thing with the nineties. I mean, I roamed around everywhere and I lived up way up on the top of a mountain in Temple, Pennsylvania. And if I wanted to go anywhere, I would either have to walk or ride my bike. My parents were, you know, most of the time working. So it was just, we just, I just got on my bike and, you know, my dad would usually pick me up on his way home from work or whatever from my friend's house or yeah. so I wouldn't have to ride, walk my bike back up the hill.
1: I remember like watching. <laughs> you might remember there was a different strokes episode where they had the, uh, the guy that was the, the he was on WKRP in Cincinnati. I remember he was the whirlpool man for a while. I just re- I can't remember his name, but I remember the actor, but, and the actor was playing a special role on different strokes, a very special different strokes tonight on ABC. So whatever, uh, you know, whatever, whatever was on, I remember sitting there watching it. And the very special episode was about this guy, molesting the kids. So it was like this whole thing. And it was like, Oh my God, there's really bad people out there, mom. Like we have to watch out for them. Yeah. But don't worry. You'll never find one of them. They're, they're not around here. <laughs> like it was, that was almost the <laughs> feeling you got. Yeah. Be careful. But trust me, we're in a good neighborhood. Don't ever do will ever deal with shit like that. And we were allowed to do whatever the fuck we wanted. And now it's just, there's been, like, my kid is now, you know, a teenager. He's, he's of driving age. When I was raised with him, I was like, Dude, it's fucking awful out there. Like, look over your shoulder all the time.
0: (laughs) This is a fucked up. This is a fucked up story that I'm only remembering now. Like, I grew up until second grade. I lived in the city of Reading. So if anyone wants to know about the city of Reading, just Google it. It's not a great place right now. But back in the 80s, it wasn't too bad. And. I remember, like, there used to be a guy, he was probably in his 20s, that lived directly across the street from us on, I lived at 922 Robinson Street in in the city of Reading. He lived directly across the street, and, like, every once in a while, like, there would be all kinds of commotion. And, like, you would hear, like, there would be, like, a gathering of people out front. And this dude was up on his, like, in the second floor window, just masturbating in the window. What? Like, they would have to call the cops and everything. And there's a whole crowd just coming around to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who would stand around and watch? like It was, like, everybody called the cops on him, And they're, like, you know, throwing a fucking... I was real little, but I remember that, like, them throwing a, everybody throwing a, you know, they weren't like, oh, look, he's up there jerking off again. Like, they were like, what the fuck? Like, this is this happening again? You know, like, throwing a big, like, fit about it. You know what I mean? Like, they would have to fucking call the cops and all this shit. <laughs> I'll have to ask my mom about that. I wonder if, I'm sure my mom remembers that. She probably remembers the guy's name.
1: You blocked that out. It just came back now. See? <laughs>
0: and they lived, like, above an ice cream shop. There was an ice cream shop right there in the corner. Yeah. Well, I'm a transplant to Redding. It was a mistake.
1: So I never got to know the area. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to our, uh, our, our sounds here. So what kind of weed do you want?
0: I got the Incredible Hulk. I got some of the Green Monster. I got the Bling. Hey,
1: we go through this every time I come here. I don't care what it's called. I just want a bag of fucking
0: weed grandma's boy you
1: got it grandma's boy i've never been that huge a fan of it my wife loves that movie
0: it's good good movie it's been a long time since i saw it but yeah good movie uh it it pisses me off though i've been smoking weed for a long time it pisses me off anytime there's a a role and we are still going to do this we've talked about it before we're going to do a marijuana in movies or in pop culture it pisses me off when they always make the pothead like (laughs) <laughs> there's something wrong with that person to start with you know what i mean like i've never acted like that in my life my old boss used to always make fun of me like that he's like oh it's the best concert i don't remember like i don't fucking talk like that most potheads that i know don't talk like that or act like that you know do you know what i'm saying it it makes me mad. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you think you don't talk like that
0: fuck you <laughs> i don't talk like that man
1: oh man <laughs> like
0: <laughs> what are you talking about bro
1: yeah the tommy chong uh, voice the the high stoner tommy chong voice i love that voice so much and then when we interviewed him and he kind of had the same voice well i was like <laughs> oh i love it so much i love the stoner voice but i actually agree with that uh clip don't give me all the damn different names. Like when my wife goes to the weed store, she's like, "Do you want this and this?" I'm like, How "I want weed. I, I don't know, just something to help me sleep." Like, what the fuck? I don't. I don't need all these fancy names. So that that's why that clip stands out to me.
0: Hey, got something for you, lard ass. Eh? Give it to me again. Hey, got something for you, lard ass.
1: Eh? Is that Super Troopers? Nope.
0: Hey, got something for you, lard ass. Eh?
1: Just uh-huh. mentioned them, Tommy Chom. So that's where i yeah. spoke. <laughs> 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 How about this one? Fairly alarmed here. Fairly alarmed here. What does he say? He says, I'm fairly alarmed here. Fairly alarmed here. I'm not sure. It is Jeff Goldblum. Fairly alarmed here. From Jurassic
0: Park. Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah. Great movie. God, that, see, that's a movie. Those kind of movies only come around once in a real blue moon.
0: Yeah. I remember going to the theater and that with my grandparents, and I like there was a quite a few jump scares in that that I remember. Yeah. Yeah,
1: what a great movie! They got to stop making them because they're not doing anything right with these billions of sequels.
0: No, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> you don't know it. I do. Give it- no, Kelly Clarkson. That's uh. No, Anchorman. Kelly Clarkson.
1: Anchorman. It's not Anchorman. You got. You're on the right track.
0: God, the God movie. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Heaven Almighty. Evan that's Almighty, yeah. it, it's
1: it's him though, right? Yeah, and his
0: name is <laughs> Oh Steve Carell. Steve Carell from The Office.
1: Yeah, that's a forty-year-old virgin.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, yeah. When they're ripping the stuff <laughs> off his chest,
1: yeah. Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> okay, Eddie.
0: <laughs> vacation. Yeah.
1: Which one? Uh,
0: Christmas vacation. Yeah,
1: great movie. Another perfect movie. <laughs> Another perfect movie. We should do an episode about like actors who have gone off the deep end. Could talk about people that have lost it. I guess there's, and I don't know if it's mental health or just, this is what my new shtick is, but uh, Eddie there, what's his real name? Uh, Randy Quaid, like Randy Quaid. Yeah. Is is he putting it on? I I just, I don't even know a little bit. I don't actually know what he's done, but I know people are like, oh yeah, we don't talk about Randy Quaid in Hollywood anymore.
0: I have a good Randy Quaid story. You want to hear it quick? So these comic cons and such, when I first started going to these, I saw that Randy Quaid was going to be at one in New Jersey. I was like, fuck, I love Cousin Eddie. I go see him. So went down there, brought my buddy Dustin with, who's not a big fan of conventions and people in general. So You took him to the, the right movie. place.
1: <laughs> we're going to be around a billion people who are going to annoy the fuck out of you. And then we're going to pay to talk to other people who you
0: don't know. Went and stood in line well over an hour. They kept saying... Oh, he'll be here. He'll be here. Blah, blah, blah. Never showed up all weekend. Never showed up. I don't even think he left. He lives in Vermont now, as far as the last time I knew. Never even left Vermont. And like everybody bitched about it on Twitter about how like he no showed Hmm. because like a lot of people prepaid, you know, like these things now you can prepay for photos and all that stuff. So he just no showed no real excuse or anything. So I, ha- I had to have to find it. I'll see if I can find it for the editing of this episode. He shared a picture on Twitter that he, like, signed on his phone. And he's like, sorry, I couldn't make it, Randy Quaid.
1: Oh, that totally takes care of it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we have your autograph now. A picture he signed on his
0: phone? What do you mean? Do you know how, like, you you know, like the stylist that you can use, like, to, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it for this episode. He signed it. I don't. I don't remember if it says to Casey. I think like he sent out a thing. If you message me, if you were waiting for a photo or whatever, and send me a message, I'll send you a personalized like photo.
1: I'll send you a personalized video on Cavio nine ninety nine.
0: You gonna fuck on me? Nobody's gonna fuck on you. One more time. You gonna fuck on me? Nobody's gonna fuck on you. Don't know. Hangover.
1: Hangover one, I think. Maybe. You like those movies? It's okay. I think the Hangover movies are like, when you watch them, you're like, that's the best movie I ever saw, but I never go and watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like after each one of the Hangover movies and they got, yeah, magic wasn't as good each, you know, uh, other time, but Yeah. There's a lot going on. You're kind of tired by the end. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of like, I feel like I'm hungover and exhausted. I just want to go to bed. But they're pretty clever movies. They're funny.
0: Yeah, they are. I'll give it a, meh. meh.
1: All right. Here's our last one. Ready? You ever seen a
0: grown man naked? <laughs> naked gun. No. No, airplane. Sorry.
1: Air, yep, airplane. Greatest line ever. Greatest. You can't say that in a movie anymore, but it's like, But he said that to the little kid. There were kids in my school that would just run around and go, you ever seen a grown man naked? Like out of context, the teachers must have been horrified. What's going on that you guys are running around talking about grown men being naked?
0: I forget the actor's name, but I saw an interview. It was a reunion with the, the cast and crew of that. And he said that there was a kid in a shopping cart in front of him at a grocery store. And the kid must have recognized him possibly from the movie. And just kept staring at him, like, you know, around his mom, like his mom was facing this way. And the kid was like, you know, and he said he leaned down. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> and then he said the mom was like, what? Oh man!" <laughs> and then yeah. I guess she recognized him, you know, it was like,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she recognized him. Yeah, I show your kid, mom, I show my kid your video every damn day. I love that movie. He's got a couple of good lines. Tell me, Tommy, the only Gladiator movies? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) It's a great time for what the fuck movies. All right. Well, that's it. That was fun. Maybe we'll play that again another day. I enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. I did
0: better than I. I did better than I expected. Yeah. Let me ask you this: What did you actually have that when I said the only thing I'll know would would be Dumb and Dumber quotes? Was that one of you had that? Yeah,
1: I had. Picked it. I, like, I know you, man. I know what you like. I wanted to give you a fighting chance. That's amazing. You like dick jokes and fart jokes? I knew it was right up your alley. <laughs> All right. So the segment that I've picked for the show today, um, I don't even know how I got inspired by it, but there's, there's famous movies that I know you and I talk about a lot, and every once in a while we'll even say, oh, yeah, you know, like that's somebody's first movie. Yeah, yeah, wow. Like Corey Feldman's first movie might have been The Friday the 13th, we've talked about. He didn't make my list, but that's what this segment is about. The first bad movies of A-list celebrities. So I asked you to come up with five. I've come up with five. Let's see if we can entertain each other and teach each other a thing or two, Casey. All right. Teach each other. Teach each, teach each other a thing.
0: Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had to research a little bit of this. I did it all
1: from memory because I'm a wow. fucking nerd.
0: See, so I did a little research, and I'm going to be 100 completely honest with you and the fans. I've never seen any of these movies, but I want to. All right. Let me and hear They, you are, on, the they are now on my list to see. Actually, I actually one of them is on my list because I flipped this script a little bit, and I went with... Uh, someone's first movie that was actually like a major success. And it's just, it was like crazy. Yeah.
1: You, you call it flipping the script. I call it not doing the fucking thing I asked you to do, but all right. So (laughs) let's start with that one. Who's that one?
0: (laughs) So everyone knows Alan Rickman, right? Alan
1: Rickman. I know from galaxy quest. I know him from Harry Potter. Yeah, don't know a lot more about Alan Rickman.
0: Famous for his first movie role, which was Hans Gruber. What is Hans Gruber? In Die Hard. Ah, that's right. He was in Die Hard. He was the he was Hans Gruber, like the real the nasty bad villain in in Die Hard. Oh, it's totally him. You're right. That was his first role. Really. He was a, a TV actor in England, like he did a lot of BBC shows and stuff like that. But that was his first film role. Th- I know this was a list, but that blew my mind. I know that was a list. Like most actors don't get their start in like a major, like, you know, they're not like a major bad guy villain as their first role in like a now iconic movie.
1: Yeah, no, no, everybody on my list here, these are terrible movies. (laughs) Yeah,
0: all the other ones, I promise you, all the other ones are as well.
1: Well, I'll all right, I'll start with this one. So this one is not a bad movie. This is an exception of what I just said a a moment ago. I thought this one was interesting because we always say Kevin Bacon's first appearance was in what?
0: Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Wrong. Friday the 13th, we always say. You're mixing up your horror movies. We always say Friday the 13th. But it's actually not. It's actually not because he was in um he was in animal house, he's the thank you, sir. can I have another guy? Yeah. I totally forgot that, and I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, oh yeah, I did have to cheat because I, I wasn 't sure if that was his first movie or Friday the Thirteenth, but yeah, his first movie was Animal House, and he kicked around Hollywood for a couple of years and then got the Friday the thirteenth you know blade through the neck and just went on from there, so
0: yeah, he was so young in that in animal house. When I was doing my research, I was when I was scrolling through the one list that had a lot of these on, he, I saw his name on there, and I saw the picture of him from Animal House. I was like, holy shit, that was him.
1: I thought you might have named him, and I thought you were going to say Friday the 13th, so I'm like, I'm going to
0: put No, my other – I had someone mistaken who might be on your list. I'm hoping none of the ones that I picked are on your list. We could have dupes.
1: We'll get over it. If we have dupes, we'll live.
0: Listeners listeners might not I, I we want to go over that at the end. I got we got some more great comments on our uh, YouTube channel. I hope it's hate mail.
1: I hope it's I love the hate mail. Send all the hate mail. <laughs> it's like I, I eat the hate mail for, for for sustenance. I'm just like Tell me how ugly I am. I will fucking eat for days. Days. All right, what else you got on your list?
0: You want mine? Alright, my first one. Crazy story behind this whole thing too. George Clooney, well known, well known for a lot of uh, television shows. He got a lot of people. He got a start on television. His very first movie, filmed in Hungary in 1983, Grizzly Two: The Revenge, sometimes known as Grizzly Two: The Predator, or Grizzly Two: The Concert. So crazy story behind this. I was reading about it. It was uh, a sequel to the 1976 film Grizzly. It was originally filmed in Hungary in 1983. So from what I've gathered, there was a producer on the movie that I guess had everyone's money to make the movie. And he just left after the first day. And like a lot of things didn't get made. So I think they finished in 45 days there was a bootleg version that was out uh uploaded in YouTube in 2007 from a bad quality VHS tape, but it was actually just released on uh DVD and Blu-ray last year. And I actually bought it last night. So I'm going to watch that. uh One of these days.
1: <laughs> Why was it also named grizzly to the concert?
0: Oh, because if you go on YouTube, you can find the trailer. Actually, there might be a website. Just Google it. Google, uh, grizzly 2 just google grizzly 2 you'll find it i watched the trailer and there are a lot of scenes filmed at a giant concert (laughs) like a big concert in hungary wow and i guess this bear is pissed off
1: oh is there really a bear of course all yeah. right. Oh, it's a horror movie about a bear. I was going to ask you that next. It's just like this guy's feeling kind of grizzly and is taking it out. It's a killer bear.
0: It's a killer bear. Yeah. How do I? Uh, yeah. A mother was a mother bear was mad. I guess some of her cubs might've got killed. So she goes on the revenge. Gosh. Could you imagine grizzly meets jaws? Great movie. Let's write it.
1: How about grizzly meets anaconda? meets jaws like every animal they all meet and they're like, all right, I'll cover the sea. You cover the swamps. You get the woods. <laughs> We're going to eradicate the human race.
0: We got to get it done before Kevin Smith makes moose jaws.
1: Well, I don't know what the fuck that is, <laughs> but Kevin look out. <laughs> we have an idea. All right. My next movie. So you just taught me something I never do. Cause my next movie is a George Clooney movie called return to horror high so i have i've got to research this because i i always thought that that was his first movie return to horror high is like a 1987 type slasher comedy i remember seeing the trailer and being like oh it's gonna be scary it's gonna be and then we i remember going to see it with my buddy it's like oh it's one of them like kind of half scary half comedy kind of movies and, yeah, I remember seeing George Clooney in it, and I was like, that's fucking George Clooney from ER, because I I guess I knew him from that. So, yeah, always in my head that that was his first movie.
0: Grizzly 2 came out in 19 – well, filmed in 1983, never actually released until 2020. God damn it. All right, well,
1: I'm cutting mine off the list. Now I only have four, because that – I'm going to edit this out, so I don't look stupid. All right, how about Julia Louis-Dreyfus was in a movie called Troll, wow Yeah, her first movie she was like a like a fairy like there were trolls and fairies and i remember there was other mystical you know kind of uh groundling things but yeah it was a horror movie and it was terrible it's fucking it's just one of the worst fucking movies
0: i always thought her first role was christmas vacation no 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 it was this see and how can i trust it- you now i mean you were obviously wrong on the George Clooney won, so now I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to do my research. Look,
1: I don't let the truth get in the way of a good story.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: truth means nothing to me. If that was interesting to you, then I don't care if it's bullshit. I'm gonna make you spit that drink.
0: I like Julia Julia Louise Dreyfus
1: so much. You, you can you just stutter when you say her name. Your heart goes all flutter. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the Marvel stuff now. What? hmm she's part of it she's got a marvel uh cameo actually she's got two now
0: she has a punk band
1: what do you mean she's got a punk band she's like a 55 year old woman yeah
0: she's hot and she's got a punk band
1: I think that's killer if it, like if my mom was playing punk music i think that would be incredible
0: check it out i feel like you're fucking with me <laughs> You're definitely not fucking with you that's so not unusual
1: even fifty-five-year-old punk stars, like from the day, don't even play punk anymore.
0: Look, I'm not smart enough to make things up like that. <laughs>
1: oh, you think that takes a lot of brain power? Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, off the top of my head, what am I gonna? I'm a punk star. Like
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> punk star a thing. It's rock star, but I couldn't say rock star. I had to say punk star. <laughs>
0: i'm a punk rocker
1: oh my god there's a there's a show now on hulu and we well we were just talking earlier these shows on tv uh like whatever the new tv is i like hulu right i don't even know if anybody watches abc or nbc or anything but they got a steve martin and martin short show on hulu and they Great are show. we are you watching it yeah they i watched are,
0: the first episode oh
1: we are we enjoy ball busting they've had, it's an art form between those two guys yeah and Selena Gomez is on the show, too. So it's really the three of them working together. They're a great trio. I mean, they are funny. That is a really good show. And I'm just like, I wonder if anybody's going to tune in for it.
0: Great show. Hulu is pissing me off right now.
1: My Hulu got hacked not too long ago. And I got that notice like right away saying, if this wasn't you, please log in and change your password. So I quickly logged in and changed my password. The guy who hacked me, he changed my name in Hulu to Drank Mank. What? Drank Mank. Drank, mank, drank, mank. <laughs> Sounds like what the uh, aliens say in that uh, that Tim Burton movie. Drank, mank. And I was just like, okay. So I kicked him out. I rechanged my password, and every time I log into Hulu, I see it says Drank, mank. I am keeping it. I like that. He named the drank, mank. I am gonna be drank, mank.
0: Did you ever look up drank, mank?
1: No. Look no. him yeah, up. Maybe you should do that right now because it might, you know, be slang <laughs> for like pedophile or something.
0: Maybe he's a fan of the show.
1: All right, drank, mank. I don't know a sober Gary Oldman talks playing drunk in Mank. That's the best Google got for me, so I'm not too worried all right, yeah, all right, who's up
0: may you want you want to know the next one yeah another one we talked about uh well, no, I'll do this one first, Jennifer Aniston, famous for friends, right mhm, first movie nineteen ninety Camp Cucamonga. It was a TV movie. She starred as Ava Schechter. It also had uh, popular TV stars such as John Ratzenberger, Brian Robbins from Head of the Class, Chad Allen from My Two Dads, Candace Cameron, Josh Savino.
1: All right. So I, I might have to call bullshit here. Bullshit. You broke the rules that I didn't make very clear. TV movies. Should we count TV movies? It's a movie. Yeah, I guess so. Because guess what? I have her on the list, too. But the movie that I have her on, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I saw your face light up.
0: What was it? Mac and Me. No.
1: That was a show. Was that a movie?
0: That's a movie, bud.
1: No, I got it all wrong.
0: Leprechaun. She was in Leprechaun. She was in the first Leprechaun. That might have been her first not, I can't no, I can't even say that. Her because I looked it up, her first role well, in okay, in a TV movie was Camp Cucamonga, but prior to that in nineteen eighty eight, she had an uncredited role in the movie Mac and Me, which was universally panned by critics. Uh it was basically exactly the same as the movie E. T. I remember Mac and me.
1: I remember it coming out and yeah, kind of had that E.T. vibe. E.T. was so big when I came out. What year was that? Mac and me.
0: 1988 and E.T. was 1982. Which I don't understand this. Let me read this to you. Maybe you could uh, tell me exactly what this means. Uh, the film flopped at the box office and was universally panned by critics, partly due to plot lines similar to E.T., as well as its elaborate product placement of McDonald's and Coca-Cola.
1: What do you need to explain to you?
0: Why would it fail or be panned because of that, because of product placement?
1: Yeah, I don't think that was a big thing back then. So when when they were using Reese's Pieces for ET, uh-huh. I think that got, crit- I kind of remember it getting criticism. Like they wanted M&Ms. M&M said no and they went with Reese's pieces. And then, yeah, a lot of people thinking like, Oh, they put a commercial in, in the movie.
0: Uh, I, I have a vague memory of that. So see, I remember like as a kid, I remember watching shows and always like, if you would see a Ford truck or a Ford car or Chevy, whatever that the emblem would always be either removed or black, like on a Ford, it would just be a blue, like it wouldn't say Ford on there. Yeah. Uh, same same reason or what? Like just because they didn't want
1: I don't know. I, I've always thought it's because they didn't want to give free publicity to somebody who didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? Right. So they just, they take a Ford car and pull the Ford name off it and that'll teach you Ford. Hey, fuck, right. they, they made the, the car, you might as well, if you want realism say the Ford. But like Superman 2, when they're having that big fight, he throws them into a bus. I remember the bus has a big billboard for somebody he throws it. Like, I think there was probably a lot of, all right. So if you give us like an extra 200 grand, and instead of throwing Superman into that billboard, I'll throw it into your billboard for Alka-Seltzer. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think a little bit of that was slipping in. I, I, I got to think that more and more is going to come in, especially as more things go to streaming, because these companies just aren't making the same amount of money. I mean, $30 to watch black widow, It cost me a lot more to take my family to the movie theater. So how are they going to, you know, fill up the the lost revenue? I bet you it's going to be with sponsorships in the shows, in the movies, and so on. That's my bet. All right. So here's my last one. Critters 3. Leonardo DiCaprio. His first movie was in Critters 3. Do you know what
0: Critters is? Yeah.
1: I liked Critters. (laughs) I loved Gremlins. When Gremlins came out, I just thought it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Huge Gremlins fan. I still have, like, a giant Gremlin downstairs. So, like, it's a perfectly sculpted Gremlin. Huge fan of Gremlins. So, when Ghoulies came out, Critters came out, I was like, I love them, too. I love every little motherfucking alien from space. Or Gremlins are from space. The other guys were, I think. But it's like, uh, no, Ghoulies. Do you remember Ghoulies? Ghoulies yeah. that, was a, that was more of a – that was like, yeah, they're all damn clone, clones of each other. They all got away with it. <laughs> the Critters Street. It was so bad. I remember seeing it. I remember going to the movies and seeing it.
0: I was getting ready to tell a Kevin Bacon story because I thought, I thought, I know, I now know what Critters is, but this entire time while you were talking, I was thinking Tremors. Tremors. Yeah. Because no. they also have three or four or five movies. No. Critters. I remember. Critters, the yeah. I know the little furball, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The mean, face. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, <laughs> and the two aliens came from space and they're like, we're here to hunt the critters. And yeah. Oh man. I remember the one guy, he looks a little like uh Tim Curry, but he's got like big eighties hair. Oh, I mean, I gotta go back and watch some critters.
0: So Leo was just a, just a boy in that.
1: Just a young lad.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually have two more. All right. Hit me.
1: Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' first movie. First time I saw Tom Hanks was in a Family Ties episode, so I know it's not that. Tom Hanks. All right, what is it?
0: He Knows You're Alone. This is a movie? It's a movie. Filmed in 1979 on Staten Island, New York. He Knows You're Alone was released theatrically in the United States in the fall of 1980 by United Artists and was a commercial success. Grossing nearly five million dollars, it has been credited for being one of the first horror films inspired by the success of Halloween and shares a number number of similarities with the previous hit. How about that? Never Tom, heard of that Tom was a jogger. he plays uh, Elliot he's a psychology student who meets the female lead while jogging through a forest. He comments on people's desire to pay to be scared. Uh, It says that it doesn't seem as if there's much of a point to his role, but you can watch the full movie on YouTube.
1: (laughs) All those residual checks he's not getting because of YouTube.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's got enough movie. Let people watch your fucking movie, your shitty movie on YouTube.
1: Throw us a bone. Yeah. Yeah. Make us pay to watch Forrest Gump. But come on. We, We know what you did. Like, uh, what was it called again? He knows
0: you're alone.
1: He knows you're alone. Make it free on YouTube.
0: <laughs> Come on, Tom. Be All cool. right. The last one. One of my favorite actors, which I don't know if I've ever seen the entire movie. I looked up this clip on YouTube. Uh, do you know who Benicio del Toro is?
1: I know the movie. <laughs> I know the movie. I could have I thought of this one. Yes. And What's it's Pee-wee's Big Top. Pee-wee's Big Top. Top Pee-wee. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. He plays Duke, the dog-faced boy.
1: How do I know that?
0: Because he's in makeup, I think. Yeah, he's got, uh, you know, like a, looks like a dog. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's just got like sort of like a weird-looking beard. I, I saw the movie
1: once or twice. I was a big fan of the first Pee-wee Herman movie. Yeah. Because it was a Tim Burton movie. I loved the music. Uh the Oingo Boingo guy, what's his name? Uh, Danny Elfman. It was just a great movie. Just wacky, weird. Actually, the first time I've ever seen Paul Rubens was in a Chichin Chong movie.
0: Yep. Yep. He used to yeah, I think he was pretty sure he was good friends with them. I remember the one scene where he's all coked up out of the out of his mind under the table, right? He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> like it's still the Pee Wee Herman character. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. So quick, uh, quick thing on that character, the dog face boy. He was actually a real person. I'm going to butcher his name. Fyodor Yevtizchev, better known as Jojo, the dog face boy. He was Russian. Uh, he was a sideshow performer in Europe. Uh, his dad was the wild man from Kostroma Forest. He was brought to the United States in 1884 by P.T. Barnum. And uh, he was also they showed like his character in uh, 1940 movie Strike Up the Band. Mickey Rooney t- takes his date to the fair uh, and they pay one dollar to go see Jojo, the dog faced boy. Uh, 1988. Benicio del Toro plays him, and then in 2017, there's a movie called The Greatest Showman, uh, which was about PT. It was a fictional portrayal of PT Barnum, but uh, they had a dog boy in that as well. All right,
1: you said a lot. You said you said a lot of things there. I didn't
0: understand. Yeah, that. this is a pop culture show. Yeah. Yet another pop culture podcast. The character that we talked about that Benicio del Toro played was a Uh real person that they portrayed several times in pop culture movies.
1: Okay. So Pee Wee's movie portrayed this character. Right. Following now. Yeah. It was actually
0: a real character. He was actually a real person.
1: I can't believe big top Pee Wee went to that extra effort of, you know, paying homage to real circus performers. Yeah. Pretty cool. I'm going to have to go back and watch some big, big top Pee Wee. Give it another star on my IMDb uh, review.
0: Another uh, thing about that that I watched during that clip, the circus clip, when they, I'm not, I'm not sure what exactly happens because I've never seen the movie, but from the clip I watched, somehow Pee Wee Herman owns a farm and the circus like crashes at his farm. Chris Kristofferson is the leader of the circus. <laughs>
1: Do you guys know who I am? (laughs) Yeah. And you want me to do what for this movie? (laughs) Who's the main Uh, character? Pee Wee, what? (laughs) How much is it going to pay? God damn it.
0: All right, I'll do it.
1: He was pretty good in the Blade movies, too.
0: He was in, I'd never seen those.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first couple, the second Blade movies, amazing.
0: Chris Christopherson was in Blade.
1: Yeah, he's been in all three of them.
0: What? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He plays Whistler. He plays the uh, he plays Blades uh, like side guy.
0: I'm gonna f- download those tonight.
1: Oh, they're great. First one's good. The second one is directed by the guy who. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? He's he's done so many good movies. But you know, from the Hellboy movies to Pacific
0: Rim, Guillermo del Toro. Del
1: Toro. Guillermo del Toro. That's it.
0: Got a good Guillermo del Toro.
1: Yeah, he's a he's an awesome awesome director.
0: Yeah. Little little heavyset guy, right?
1: Yeah. And I already forget why that came up. Oh, yeah, because he did Blade 2. Oh. That's oh. Such a good yeah, he did Blade 2. Go check it out. And then Blade 3, there's a whole backstory on Blade 3 that I don't totally remember, but I'll, it, it could be a good episode. So I guess um they brought in Jessica Beale and Ryan Reynolds in Blade 3, which I guess pissed off Wesley Snipes pretty bad because he was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm supposed to be the big star. But I think they were kind of fighting with him, and maybe they thought that he would. I, know, I shouldn't uh, guess because I might have it all wrong. But yeah, there's some there's some drama in there.
0: That ties into something that I wanted to start adding to our show. What? Where we talk about the third movie in a series. So do you know what I mean? Like we could talk about Critters Three. Oh yeah. Blade Three.
1: Karate Kid Three with that guy who goes to
0: Remember that guy? What was that yeah, his name? Sean Cannon.
1: Actually, he didn't go, because so he canceled last minute, which is so much better. Just so much, Sean. So much better. Thank you. Spent a lot of time looking at your stuff, Sean, to prepare questions. You just,
0: <laughs> you
1: just Randy just us.
0: You know he's going to be in Cobra Kai Season 5.
1: <laughs> Are they in Season 4 right now? Because I couldn't get any further into it.
0: I have no idea. I stopped watching. It got popular, and I stopped watching. I watched it years ago when it was on YouTube plus. We talked about this before. I still have a YouTube plus substri- subscription because of Cobra Kai. And I stopped watching because everybody loves it now.
1: Yeah, that's right. You're one of them guys. When people start to love stuff, you start to hate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What'd you say to me the other day? You, you don't, you hate money. Said, yeah. That makes total sense now. I didn't everybody say, everybody say I hate money.
0: money. I said I'm not like driven like it. Yeah. I like money. I'm not going to. I do cool stuff with money, but
1: oh man, I'm driven by money. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I'm like, how do I get more money? <laughs> I'm always thinking about making money. I love making money. Love making money. All right, well, that was the end of the segment, and I think we have some good inspiration for some future segments here. But before we close out, we're getting to the uh, getting to that time. You said you had some juicy goss. What do you got?
0: Would you like to hear this?
1: Uh, what is it? Uh, comments? I sent
0: it to you, and it's a comment on it. Well, there's two comments, completely different comments on a recent episode that we did with Jackie Marlin, which oh, okay. got a great, I mean, mostly great feedback. Yeah, it was a good interview. He said a lot so, of shit.
1: Listen, they, oftentimes we do these interviews, and and I know the non one didn't come out with Jack, but... You know, we do th- We do research for these things and uh, uh, talent tales out of school. Bert Ward said a lot of stuff on in our interview that he says in a lot of interviews. And I do my damnedest to try to like steer away from that and try right. to pull other things out. Um, Jack did a lot of that too, but I still think we got to a point where we're pulling some really interesting shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea why I'm saying this. Why did I just go down this road? Because you're talking about comments.
0: Comments. We do a lot of research. I don't know why you said that. I said a lot of things I don't know why I said on this podcast too, but getting back to these comments. I'm not even high and I
1: just forgot what I, the fuck I was saying. Like midstream. Yeah, I forgot why I started to say that. It'll come to me. Go ahead.
0: I'll start with the great. I'll start with the good one. Okay?
1: Jackie. Jackie Martling. <laughs> That's what it was about. Jackie's interview I thought was especially great because he didn't say stuff that I've heard a million times. Like right. I thought he was saying a lot of really cool stuff. Right. So go ahead, we and- had a comment about Jackie.
0: Yeah, Jackie's, would would you say, other than maybe, like, Scott Schwartz, out of all of our interviews, I think Jackie might be one of the more controversial figures, don't you think? As far as, like, as far as there's people that really, really hate Jackie, and there's people that love, really, really love Jackie, you know? But there's, like, hardcore Stern fans that just dislike Jackie.
1: I don't know any. I mean, I, I've never met a Stern fan who thinks... The Jackie years weren't the best, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, we talked about on the interview. Like a lot of people think you're cheap and left the show and you were painted as this bad guy who broke up the band. And he was like, yeah, you know, well, maybe he didn't say that uh, on our show, but he might've said it off air, but he he says it on other things. Yeah. He, he was kind of set up to fail a little bit on that show.
0: Right. So what does the comment say? I got to hear the, I'll start with the good one first. All right. Bex Gents. Great interview. I really, really wish someone would ask him or cover the fact that Howard lifted Jackie's come again title, especially when Howard talks so much about originality. Uh, Looking forward to Jackie's documentary. Once again, great interview. Yeah. Then we got hard case 1911 went out of his way to leave two comments. I imagine it's a he. Uh, Okay. First one. Deluxe Edition, yet another bad podcast. Oh, Zinger, sick burn. Then he went on to say, Jackie, inventing the backstory on why he quit again. He thought he was the show. He was jealous and wanted a ridiculous amount of money. He got horrible advice from his moron friends and his wife and then decided to quit. To this day, Jackie still has no ability to self-analyze and admit and admit his jealousy to realize he was a bad comment and Howard brought out his abilities. Uh, see,
1: I couldn't disagree with that more. I mean, Jackie yeah. has so much opportunity to trash people, to say negative things about all that. He's, he'll tell you the facts as he believes them, as he sees them, and he's the nicest guy in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100% uh, far from the opposite. He, invite, he invite, doesn't know us from Adam, invited both of us to his house to come to Joe Clan I mean, I think this guy's is just a, somehow, you know, like I said, there's a lot of people just they think that ha- uh, that Jackie was the, you know, I don't know that, that he was the one in the wrong. Yeah,
1: I did, too. I mean, when he was out of the show, he was missed and, you know, we're listening and now he's not there and we're pissed. So when Howard would, you know, kind of beat him up when he's not there, we beat him up, too. I was totally guilty of that. But then as it kind of went on, I thought about it a little more, and it's like, you know, it's a job. At the end of the right. day, these things are jobs. And if the guy wanted more money, there's nothing wrong with wanting more money. What he told us on the air, like, I remember it being like, he was like 200000 a year, and he just wanted maybe 300000 Like, it, was, it wasn't anything crazy. Right. It wasn't like he wanted millions. He just wanted a reason. And in New York? just what he was asking for wasn't even that great for new york and he's like on the biggest radio
0: show in the world exactly and especially for what he was doing the amount of hours that he's putting in you know he's not just working on the radio in the mornings he's working it takes a lot to you know to think of all that shit you know it's not yeah. just like he's not just coming off the top of his head with it it's stuff that he prepared and writing hours and hours you know yeah. yeah no well deserved no,
1: that guy's comment is total bullshit. Yeah, total bullshit. No. What's his Thank name?
0: You hard case.
1: Hard case. We don't like you. Don't listen.
0: He might. You know. You know what? What? He's probably related to uh, Donna. Donna
1: duana, Donna Dewanna. She hates me too. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to go back to a few more episodes <laughs> if you don't know who Donna Dewana is. A kid. Oh, that joke. Yeah.
0: Check us out. All of our old episodes. You can find out who Donna is. Donna is
1: one pathetic loser. <laughs> it's just like the Stern cherry Remember, these used to play Sound Effects. I'm gonna have to load this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to load this thing up with Sound Effects. <laughs> Donna going Yeah, see, you ruined my gut. Well, this was been a great show until you brought up Donna Dewanna. I want to thank everybody for listening. This was a fun one. Not bad. We hit the mark. Arc. Yeah. All right. Until uh, until next week. What? Uh, see, Donna Dewan is in my head. Donna fucking
0: Diwana. You gotta be like me, Bill. Don't let them get to you. You can't let other people. You can't uh, let other people's comments ruin your day. You are gonna fuck on me? Nobody's gonna fuck on you. Take that, Donna Dewan. <laughs> nobody's gonna fuck on me.
1: <laughs> All right, Gazy. Well, it's been real, homie
0: yes this has been deluxe edition yet another bad podcast yeah check us out twitter facebook instagram
1: listen leave all the bad comments you want because these algorithms work on engagement so to them it makes us look really good
0: yeah engage (laughs) engage
1: engage with the edition deluxely engage deluxely
0: Check out, we're on, uh, what's the new one that all the kids are on now?
1: The Tic Tac. Oh, my God. You made a Tic Tac?
0: Yeah, we're on the Tic Tac. Deluxe when edition you, pod on the Tic Tac.
1: He walks around all day and he's got this clacking in his jeans and he's like, I got the Tic Tac.
0: <laughs>
1: we got Tic Tac now. I said, okay, cool. We're all, we got Tic Tac. I don't know what it means,
0: I mean. I made tic-tac. a good one for tonight. I'm going to post about how I made my Moscow mule.
1: Yeah, look at you drinking. I thought I used to be the drinker. Now I'm on the yeah. wagon, and you're uh, you're getting What's drunk. Wrong
0: with a little Sunday night uh, Moscow Mule.
1: Look, I I would love a Sunday night whiskey, man, but I get hangovers now with one whiskey. No fun. Oh,
0: you take drugs, Danny, every day.
1: Good. Every day. What's the problem? <laughs> all right, Casey. I'm going to call it. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go ahead and do the socials, and then we will just end the show.
0: All right. Deluxe Edition, yet another pop culture podcast. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tic Instagram, all that. Deluxe Edition Pod 1E. E. And find us on YouTube. Join our community. Join the group. Subscribe everywhere. Tell your friends.
1: It's got a death curse.